feels perfect Other days it just ain't working The good, the bad, the right, the wrong And everything in between Yo, it's crazy, amazing We can turn our heart through the words we say Mountains crumble with every syllable Hope can live or die So speak life
when there is family. And the uh, event photo used, I want to share that as well just before we kind of get going. But I just want to, and I'll say this again later, um, some of the most poisonous people come disguised as family. And um, so that's what we're going to be talking about tonight. I heard you, Rodney, because there's power in that. Um, There's so much to be be taken and to gain from that um, as we live live our lives um, and try to do this thing called transformation. There's so much of this going on, and I I would, would bet almost anything that someone in your circle is going through this and has not shared this. Since posting this, matter of fact, last night, um, my I had plans and they were interrupted. And I shouldn't use the word interrupted. They, it, I was blessed to have the opportunity to to change those plans and be able to talk with someone who's who's really going through this in a very difficult way, and it is just taking a toll on on this person's life. And as I stood in my kitchen talking about this. Um, I thought about, wow, this is exactly what I was like, that's tomorrow's show. This, what we're talking about is, is the topic for tomorrow. And, I, and it's just, <laughs> it came up because someone was sharing um, with me about their family and just, it just continued to grow. And this has been happening for a number of years where I would hear, especially mothers and daughters, um, the mother and daughter relationship and um I don't particularly get to hear a lot about fathers and, and sons, um, but we know there's an issue there. We know that there's a, an issue with father and daughter, the father and daughter relationship. So we want to just get into the what is family. Um, I want to put a much emphasis on, um, is it Matthew 12 and 50, Botany? Help me there. Is it Matthew 12, 50, 48, 50, I think it is? Uh, What's that? Where Jesus, talks, where Jesus speaks about, um, his his mother and father are those who who basically serve God. I think it's Matthew twelve and fifty. I posted it out there, but I'll look that up. But so we want to get into that. That's part of it that I want to get into as well. But before going there, um, our chat line is open. The phone lines are open um, for those of you who are listening by way of Facebook or. Another method, we're not always able, well, from Facebook, sure, we're not able to see your messages and you can't comment from there, but you can comment on Facebook and tag Rodney or tag tag me and, and we'll get to you. I'll post it in the event page. And I, I probably need to apologize to some people because I invited you probably twice, but I was trying to do that because Facebook seems to be tripping, and we all know what that is about. I'm I'm longing for the day that I sign on Facebook and they want some money for anything that I'm or demand like it's required that they get money from you in order for you to do what you need to do because that's the day that you guys will never see me on Facebook again because I just will not pay for it. But um, they, for some reason, it was limited to the number of people that I could invite this time. It was like 49 people. So I caught myself trying to trick it and go do it another time and invite more people there. But apparently that stuff is all tied into each other, Rodney. So that's why I created a second event because it would only allow me to invite 49 people. So that's, yeah, yeah. I've had that happen before, um, but I thought it was because I used, yeah. So I don't know what's going on with them, but um, 
it's it's unfortunate, but but we all know what that probably is about. Like I said, eventually I think they'll want money for you to invite anybody to anything. Um, but that's the day that you guys better know how to reach me. Otherwise, if I'm important to you, because I will not be on Facebook. Um, so that being said, <laughs> Rodney, <laughs> I'm just keeping it real. I will not pay for Facebook. Sorry. Um, y'all can hold me to that one for sure. So, Rodney, <laughs> what are your thoughts on this topic? <laughs> Oh, Tammy, I have, a, I have a whole, I have a whole lot to say about this topic. But before I get into that, I do want to say good evening to everyone listening uh, tonight. Uh, we know that you could be anywhere. We know that you can be doing anything, but uh, for whatever reason, you decided to be here with us, and so we do, we do want you to know uh, that we really do appreciate it. And I know. Um, you know, we, we, we thank you guys all the time, but we really do want uh we really do want to thank you. We really do appreciate um everyone who, who takes the time to tune in each and every Monday or if not every Monday, every Monday that you could possibly be on because we do understand that you guys do have lives and, and uh you do have families and you do have uh, things going on uh, in your world. So we do appreciate you guys tuning in. Uh, before I get into this topic, Sammy, um, I do want to uh, uh, say a couple of other things. Uh, number one, Tammy, you missed a great time uh, this past weekend. Uh, the engagement party uh, slash cookout that uh, Tamaria's family and friends uh, put on for us, it, it was just an amazing Amazing, amazing experience. Um, uh, started off with a tea for Tamaria uh, Saturday morning, and um, uh, and they had a they had a great time. Uh, it was just her and 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 the ladies. And then uh, Saturday afternoon, uh, there was a cookout for just everyone, and uh, we had people come from uh, from Maryland. We had people come from Northern Virginia. Uh, my family came from from Tidewater uh, to Marriott. Family coming from different places, all to Petersburg, uh, just to celebrate us and and help us get uh, started off on the right foot. Uh, there was plenty of good food to go around. Everyone was was dancing and having a good time. The kids were there. Uh, we posted some videos. We haven't posted everything, uh, but we did oh, post okay. some videos. Some of them were live. <laughs> Um, but we just had a really, really, really good time. And so uh, to any of our family who might be listening, uh, to Mary and I really do uh, thank you guys and appreciate you guys uh, for coming out and helping us celebrate. We got some really nice gifts. Uh, uh, some of it came in cash, which always helps, uh, but we did get some really nice gifts. Uh, to Mary was saying that she got some really nice gifts at the shower. So uh just just a blessing, so I did want to put that out there. Uh, the second thing, uh, <laughs> our fifth grade assistant principal uh, called called the principal at 5.10 this morning and, and told her that he would not be in because he had a stomach virus. And so when I walked in, <laughs> into the school, uh, she said, hey, can you be, can you be the fifth, uh, can you be the fifth grade assistant principal today? And I said, well, I don't think he's ever looked this good, but, you know, we could try to fake this thing. But, <laughs> but um, 
I, I did get uh, I did get that experience today. I was the uh, I was the uh, fifth grade assistant principal today, and there were a few disciplinary issues I had to deal with, uh, but nothing nothing too crazy other than this boy cutting this girl's hair. But but other than that, it was fine. Uh, and so uh, I, I do thank you God for, for a boy cut a girl. You had someone. Rodney, are you serious? Somebody cut somebody's hair today? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did. I did have to oh, deal with that one. Okay. So, yeah, so I took that to the sixth grade assistant principal. I said, "This is way outside of my jurisdiction because what I want to do, <laughs> I can't do it." So, I'm I'm just gonna hand this off to you, and I'm gonna let you make that decision. So, uh, but yeah. but I really do thank God for the for the experience. Um, my principal has been very supportive. Um, and so are the assistant principals. Uh, they know that I am aspiring to be uh, a school administrator, and so they, they have given me every opportunity uh, to get as much experience as possible. Um, and so I, I am truly grateful for that. So I wanted to put those two things out there before uh, we got into this uh, this topic because I promise you, I'm going to talk about my family. I'm going to talk about your family and anybody else's family. So uh, don't be offended. Don't take it personal. <laughs> but I'm going to get on some people today. And, oh, and, and look, wow. I may, Tammy, I may get, I may get so deep in the water, I may just start talking about myself. Who knows? Well, hey, you're part of the family. Get <laughs> so. I couldn't um, find the scripture. Go ahead, Tammy. No, go ahead. Go ahead. I was just going to say I, I couldn't find the scripture uh, that you were talking about, but I did have another one uh, that I that I wanted to uh, start off with. So I'll, I'll start off with this one, and then uh, you can give me your thoughts on it. And we can continue to look for the one that you were talking about. But the one that I uh, the the one that I wanted to start off with was uh, Mark the sixth chapter. Um, and it says, and he went out from thence, talking about Jesus, and came into his own country. So Jesus was out and about, and now he was coming back home. And it says, and his disciples followed him. And when the Sabbath day was come, he began to teach in the synagogue, and many hearing him were astonished, saying, From whence hath this man these things, and what wisdom is this which is given unto him? So now they're questioning him and these gifts that he has, this wisdom that he's ha- that that he has, um, that even such mighty works are wrought by his hands. Is not this the carpenter, the son of Mary, mm. the brother of James, Joseph, and of Judah, and Simon, and are not his sisters here with us? And they were offended at him. So they're looking at Jesus's family, they're looking at where he comes from, they're looking at who he comes from, and they're 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 judging him saying, Well where where in the world did he get all of this? There's no way possible that he should have all this wisdom considering where he comes from and who he comes from. There's no way that this, that, that, that he should be this intelligent. There's no way that, that, that he should be speaking like this. And Jesus said to them, a prophet is not without honor, but in his own country and among his own kin and in his own house. And then verse 5 says, and he could 
And he could there do no mighty work, save that he laid his hands upon a few sick folk and healed them. So here you have Jesus returning to his own people. Now, he had been out preaching and saving folks and doing all these miracles. But when he came back to his own people, they were offended. He was received in other places. But when he came back home, he said, well, probably the only thing you could do is lay, uh, lay your hands on a few sick folk and heal them. He said, but you can't even do a mighty work in your own country. Amongst your own people, your own kin, your folks, you can't, you can't do no good there. Why? Because they're going to look at you, and in their mind, <laughs> well, where did he get all that from? He ain't supposed to be that. He ain't supposed to be that smart. He's supposed to have all that. So his own people. So I'm going to turn it over to you, Tammy, that that we get a little personal with this thing. Go ahead, Tammy. Well, I I, I like it, and we can start right there. I I saw a post that um, Sean Upshaw posted about, posted something to the sort. um, I don't remember how deep he got into it, but I did see that, that very same verse on his page maybe a day or two ago. Um, but what's interesting, Rodney, is the twist there, I believe, is if we would stop for a minute and focus on what you said about they focused on, the people focused on where he came from and who he came from. And if you relate this to your family members, if they if they see you, if they see that as odd in you or get this question, get, begin to question, well, well, who are you to do this and who are you to think that you're this? Because we're not and we, came, we come from the same family. So I can mm-hmm. see where people get, get oh gosh, get to, get to a point where, um, especially because you guys, we are more <clears throat> abused and accused and dismissed and disconnected from family members today than any friend or enemy. Mm-hmm. And I just stand on that. If you really get into conversations with people and you remain connected with them long enough, the truth will come out as to what type of relationship he or she has with their parents, their siblings, um, even within their marriage. But the, the scripture or the verse that I was speaking of there, it is Matthew 12 and 50 where, um, where Jesus basically replies, and this is where when Jesus was, was speaking and he he was notified that his mother um, and brothers, I believe, was there. And Jesus replied, for whosoever shall do the will of my father, which is in heaven, the same as my brother, sister, and mother. And so that, that to me takes it to another, um, we can look at it another way because I think we do put, we place too much, too many expectations, and we place too much importance on the word family. Because there, mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't feel that Jesus was, was saying family is not important, but he was speaking on the spiritual level of 
there's a greater level of family when you're able to, even as a family, connect spiritually because we're supposed to become one. Your husband and wife unite and become one. And when I looked up the definition of family, it does not go into your cousins, your siblings. Your family is who you are united with as one and then those children thereafter, those that are mm-hmm. in that home that goes out. So let's say we expect so many things, but now let's not, I guess we should stay there for a minute because the dysfunction or the disconnect today is, is within the marriage, husband and wife. They're not unified as one. It's, it's the, the siblings are battling against one another. So even the, the, the spiritual structure within it, we've lost. So, of course, if you lose it there, you're going to lose it with your cousins and your aunts and your uncles. That is just going to continue. However, before we can get to speaking about the, the, the unity or the connection or the family structure within the home, we also have to take it back to how are you connected to your God? Have you, have you learned to become one, to die to yourself and become who, he, who you were created to be by him and live out your purpose? And so if that has not happened, we really can't expect much from anybody, Rodney. And I think that's where the importance of Matthew 12 and 50 comes in. Saying, where I think Jesus is saying, but wait a minute. I'm, t- I'm preaching here. I'm teaching. And this spiritual lesson is far more important than me stopping to go to speak to my mother or father or my sister or brother, whomever, not minimizing my relationship or my love for them, but there is a higher level that has to come even before you unite with another, before you become someone's husband, before you become someone's wife and father. There's a level of, of it should be, there's a level of spiritual unity with, with the creator that should take place. And I think that's the problem in every one of the issues that we are experiencing today, that we've not truly learned to love ourselves because God has a clear definition of what love is, yet everybody wants to run from love. He has a clear definition of what it is, but we've taken on the perception that love hurts. Well, love doesn't hurt no more than guns kill. That's like saying someone who's obese is obese because there's food, that food exists. No. It's because of our choices and our inability to put self aside, learn to love who we are, dealing with all of our issues, because you can't fulfill my expectations if you haven't first learned learned to love yourself and fulfill your own and know what they are. And so I think this boils down to just missing a true connection with self and, of course, with the creator. And that has triggered down to so much dysfunction, even within the family. Hmm. Tammy, that, that that's an interesting uh, 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 twist that you put on on it. But I'm I'm glad that you went there, um, um, because when 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 we think about it, and even thinking about this uh, the the scripture that you had just read, me thinking about it, I think that. Uh, that we, like you said, we put too much, uh, we 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 put too much emphasis on the word family, and also too much from people. 
especially those who are close to us. And the more you expect from people, the easier it is for you to be disappointed or let down by them. We we think that just because people hold certain titles, they should carry themselves or live their lives a certain way, and it doesn't necessarily mean that. Just because somebody birthed you, just because uh, somebody is your, 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 your father, because they are your, your biological brother or sister, it does not mean that they are going to live up to this standard that you create in your mind or that you see on TV or that you allow somebody to teach you these people are supposed to be there for you or, or they're supposed to do certain things. So when we when we accept that, when we accept that, you know, well, they're family, so they're supposed to support me. When we accept this, this idea that, you know, they're supposed to, uh, buy products to to support my business, or they're supposed to visit my website, or they they're supposed to attend my my football games or my soccer games, or uh, you know I have this recited. When we start accepting the fact that they're supposed to be there, uh, or or offer money, or or bring gifts, or promote it, whatever the case is, once we accept that, every time it does not happen, we are going to be let down. Every single time, because it, it that's not what it means. And while we while we want that, while it it's nice to have your 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 family in your corner, it may not it may not ever happen. And so, what do you do when it doesn't happen? Because I could tell you. From from personal experience, you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna be uh, you're gonna get more support probably from people who you don't even expect it from. You probably get more support from strangers than you will from people in your own household, people with your last name. Because Ronnie, why do you think why do you why do you think that is? Is it you you are I think 100% right. Why do you think that is so? What do you think it, what makes that so, I guess, what makes that the way that people are choosing to go today? Well, I think, I think there's a couple of reasons, Tammy. I think, I think one, uh, and I'm not saying, you know, and I'm not listening to these in any particular order, but I think one, I think that, that there is a mentality that, uh, because you are family, regardless of how I treat you, you can't get away from the fact that we're family. So if I don't support you, guess what? You can't deny the fact that we're brothers, or that I'm your sister. So you can't get a you can't get away from that. Or uh, because you're family, you're supposed to give me a hookup. You're supposed to give me a dis- discount. Now. At the same time, going back to what I just said, take take let let's say let's say Tim, you got to choose between me and Brandon. What most people do is, what most people will do 
at least at least this is my experience. And I see we have several callers out there. I see my people uh, out there from Northern Virginia. What's up, y'all? Thanks for calling in. Um, what most people that I've seen, what they'll do is, Brandon is your son. Uh, you and I are friends. You and I are, are co-hosts on the radio show. Most people will say, you know what, I'm going to go and support Rodney in another state instead of Brandon, who who's here in the same city. Why? Because Brandon has to forgive me because he, he's my child. I've seen that happen so many times. And then you also have to think about this, too. We live in a society that is dominated by social media, uh, TV, radio, um, the Internet. And so it's all about what is trending. What's that hot topic today? Who's, who's Who's the newest sensation? You have people that flooded their timelines, and and I'm not saying that they, they do do what you feel, but you have people who are flooded flooded their timelines when Prince died, Michael Jackson died, Whitney Houston died, but have never put anything on their page about their own about their own relatives because it's trending. It's about. Well, what is everybody else doing today? What is everybody else talking about today? Everybody's not talking about uh, Rodney today. So guess what? Rodney may be my, my brother, but I'm not talking about Rodney today either. Even though I know Rodney has this big event coming up, I'm not going to say anything about that. But I'm going to let everybody know that the, the Bad Boys is doing a reunion tour. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna share that. I'm gonna post that. I'm gonna tell you what I'm wearing on Facebook. I'm gonna when I when I get there, I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna uh take pictures and everything. Oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna blow this bad boy reunion up. But I'm not gonna tell you that my my my, my own my own sister is doing is doing a hair show. That's that that that's just not what we do, and, See, and I, I think it's just think the mentality. I, I I do as well with the mentality, but I also think it has something to do with goes goes back to self, and that people feel so depleted emotionally, they feel so disvalued. That's the proper word to say until they they begin to seek outside as in as in we, we that we do with everything even with solving issues we think everything is outside of us and i go back to every answer that you need and you thirst for is inside of you that you need for your personal growth so i think it's easy to take family for granted like Rodney said that you expect that they are required but even your family that you call your family they are people too they have needs. They have um, a perception of this world that has come from their upbringing, their hurt, their pains, the things that they've gone through. And so sometimes I feel like we miss, um, and, and doing this, I'm not saying that this should be an excuse for you to allow people, anybody, whatever the relationship is, 
that you should allow people who are just not willing to bend um, to make things right, to be uh, fair in, in what is called a relationship. Because, again, in any relationship, you're going to have to learn to give and take. I think what society has become accustomed to is the taking. We want, want, want. I, you, I want you to come here and do this for me. I want you to do this for me. And in most cases, it's, a, it's for a self-seeking purpose that we're willing to receive, but how much more are we willing to give, which goes back to that spiritual connection, which goes back to that love for yourself. Because, again, you're only going to give what you have. You're only going to receive what you have to give. It's, it goes mm-hmm. back to you see the world as you are, not as it is. That's why we attract the people and the things in our lives that are inside of us. And we keep thinking, even with, with family, because the more you grow, I, for one, boy, I have had my share of, I mean, if I had to say, if I had to make a list of family, star family, if, it, if you're listening, but this, this is, it is what it is. The only way we're going to move past some things is we put it out there. If, if I had to list my family today compared to what I would list back in the day just for the sake of family means your cousin, your all this, whatever the world says family is, my number would be so short of who I consider family because I no longer see it as your relationship to me. I see it more as how you treat me, how you pour into my mm-hmm. life. How much willing? How much are you willing to give of yourself? And then I expect myself to be able to do the same for you. It's about unity and coming together and not being so self-seeking and so selfish and so egotistic about everything. Um, I remember here listening to um, Anthony and Trent's show Saturday, and the topic made it. The topic was was small, but it's so broad to think about. You can disagree with someone. You can just not have the same opinion as them, and they will disown you. They will dis- yeah. Family will disown you. <laughs> Friends will disown you just because you have a different opinion, and they're not willing to hear your opinion out. Because if they did, maybe they will they don't have to agree, but they will have an understanding, gain an understanding. But, again, we are so depleted. And we feel so bad about self until we have to, we feel, we have to break down the ones who are in our immediate circle, the ones in our, in our home, the ones in our family, the ones in my city, the one closest to me. So the farther away you are in my little circle that I formed for myself, then I don't see you as a threat. So I can treat you better. I will treat you better. I expect nothing from you, so I can promote you. Um, but but if you're in my circle, then you are a threat to me. And that's how I think people get to this sick realization. Um, and it's so easy to mistreat family and not support them. That that mm-hmm. the crab in the barrel mentality. And so they see family as in the barrel with them. You're in my territory. You're right here where I am. You are my competition, regardless of my relationship to you. And it goes back to how you see yourself, how you love yourself. Many people say they love themselves. But Rodney, if they if if you would look if people would look at what you put out, what you accept, 
you will really have to define or answer that question in a different way if you really love yourself. And if you don't love yourself, you don't love God. If you don't love yourself yeah. and don't love God, you can't love me. And that's mm-hmm. why I like Matthew twelve fifty so much because it's saying even if – why do you say the best when – Matter of fact, I meant to bring this up earlier. You, the statement that you make about kids that parents are so willing to take responsibility or take credit for kids who are that do well, but when you find a kid who's messing up, no parent steps up <laughs> to claim that hey, I could be I could be the cause of this bad behavior because again, it's all about self, not about people growing. Not about taking responsibility for the good and the bad, without excuse, of course, without giving that child an excuse. But some of my bad behavior rubbed off on Brandon. There's some things that I did that Brandon said. There's some things that I taught him. I wasn't perfect in all my doing. And I see some of those things even to this day, even to this day. But we don't run and say, Hey, I'm the cause of that one, but when they do something great, and so that it's it's a self we're we become a self seeking world. I mean, I mentioned mentioning that earlier, but I thought about that in, in kind of studying for this topic because it's a self seeking world. It's about how you see me. It's about my self esteem, about you esteeming or affirming me, rather than us becoming one created as created I guess establishing unity through Christ. And having yeah. that type of love that God speaks about, that type of love that we we felt we use that word so much because and we expect our families to love us. We expect that just because my we have the same mother and father, or we have the same grandparents, or we are related in some way, that you should love me. And we don't see people as human beings, and we don't take the time to really get to know them and find out what goes what what has gone on with them. We just think we hear family and we expect it. Yeah. And and Tammy, it, it, your 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 family is usually the last one to give you, but the first ones to take away from you. Meaning on while you're trying to build something, while you're trying to be successful, whether it's starting a business, writing a book, going to school, while you're trying to get to 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 where you want to go, while you're trying to reach your goals, you have a constant struggle by the people who you expect the most from. Mm-hmm. And most of your help comes from people that you're like, oh, wow. I would have never thought this or so glad God put this person in my path, right? You you have blessings coming from, from everywhere while you're trying to reach your, your destiny. But then once you get there, those same people who wouldn't give you a dime, wouldn't give you their time, wouldn't give you, you know, a, a, a like on Facebook to help you go viral, those same people. When you make it, they are right there looking for their handout. Well, where is mine? What up, cuz? Wait a minute. 
when Cuz asked you to buy a book, you, you, you tell me I have people, I have people that that are telling me in 2016, oh man. I still got to get a copy of your book. The first one, Tammy, that was published in 2012. Man, I still got to get a copy of your book. Why? Why do you want a copy of my book? You supposed to have that book four years ago. Mm. Why do you want it now? But that, but that's the mentality that some people have. There are people and let me guess, say, Rodney, they only say that when they see you again, right? So, that is, that is the only time. You, you that is the only time they. That's the only time they say it when they see me, because they know that but I've wait. written a book. But when you go on Steve Harvey, they're going to buy it. Uh, you know they are, and they go and they're going to buy it, and they're going and they're going to go around telling everybody. And they're going to call you. Yeah, they're going to call you, and they're going to spread. They're going to post it and say, "This is my cousin." Because again, what did you say earlier? It's trending. It becomes the. Tr- it becomes trending once. Once you're somewhere of sort, I'm just using Steve Harvey for it as an example, good people. But yeah. I mean, that is but, that is the world we're dealing with. That is that but, is but, the family that we're dealing with. That, but but that is but 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 that is what happens every single time. And then going back to what you said, uh, uh, what you mentioned a little while ago about you know people wanting to take credit and pass the blame. Uh, that that's another significant part of it, because when it comes to when it comes to family, when it comes to enemies, a lot of the people rooting for you to fail are the ones that go to your family reunion, are the ones <laughs> sitting next to you in the break room at work. Are the ones that hop in your car every time you go into the mall. Those are the people against you the most, and that's why, for me, here's how I am, Tammy. Um, number one, I always try to promote my own people. Meaning, if if me and you got that kind of relationship, and I'm in a position. To put you on, I'm gonna do that. Like I, I, um, uh, my novel that I'm writing now. I didn't go and and seek out some stranger to do the cover of my book. No, there's a lady at work. Her husband, that's what he does. I'd rather give the money to him. I'd rather give the money to somebody that I know. I'd rather pay him. I'd rather put money in the pockets of people that I know. Like Tamaria, um, you know, her 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 townhouse is about three hours away from us. We can't get down there like that and take care of the house. What do we do? We talk. We, you know what? We'll get our own people to go to go cut the grass. We'll give them the money instead of calling somebody else. You think me and Tamaria get the same thing in return? Uh-uh. People could know that me and Tamari is trying to do something, Mm-mm. but they'll go and give that. They'll go and give that money to somebody else. And, and Rodney, when but, made me think about something else. When you, when you, when you're called upon by a family member, they want to pay you less. 
They want to pay you less. Why? <laughs> but you'll go to any other place and and mm-hmm. and not ask even for a discount. Enough. I mean, yeah. so why? Why? Why is that? And and we we've all been there. We've all did it. I'm sure. You know, you have. There comes a point when you, again, just keeping it real with yourself. You have to, if you've not gone through your self-transformation, your accountability process, then you've been there. And you, and if you don't, you will continue to, to stay in that place. And that's why a lot of us don't move. We don't elevate. We, we are so closed-minded, even to the point, if someone is just trying to change their life, change their yeah. view and their perception of life, Family will be the first one to say, oh, so you think you're better than us now? Mm-hmm. Tammy, um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to see if I can find it. And uh, uh, Tamaria uh, uh, can post it in the, in the event page, too. Um, but Tamaria told me about a speech that, uh, I don't know if you heard it, Tammy, a speech that uh, Tyler Perry gave at, uh, I think it was Tuskegee. Anyway, uh, Tamara, you can correct me because I'm trying to think of the name of the school. But anyway, the the whole point was uh, she told me about this this speech that that Tyler Perry recently gave, uh, this commencement speech. And in this speech, Tammy, he talked about how um, when he first started, when he when when Tyler Perry was first getting started, uh, writing doing his plays. His only intention was to make enough money to take care of his mother. That was inten- that was his intention. He was just trying to take enough money. He was trying to make enough money to take care of his mother. And he he, he talked about how it failed year after year after year. Like it just kept failing, but he mm-hmm. kept doing it. Kept taking off work. Kept doing it. Um, he was expecting so many people to show up to this to, to these plays. And he wouldn't get nowhere near the number of people, right? And he said this went on for seven years. And he said that he was getting ready to to, to just quit, give up, and not do it anymore. And he said, um, and they, but he said he started getting letters from people telling him how much his plays blessed them and changed their lives. So he changed his intention and said, you know what? I'm not going to do this anymore to, to, to make enough money to take care of my mom or take care of anybody. He said, I'm going to do this just to be a blessing to people. And he said that was when the whole thing changed, his play took off. Because he said, you know, that was how he, like, he became homeless because he was investing everything into these plays and they just weren't working out. And that was how he ended up homeless. And he said that when things started to turn for him, uh, he said that, People start calling him a coon, a buffoon. Uh, he started getting all this negativity, right? And he said all he was trying to do was be a blessing to people. And he said what bothered him the most was that these weren't his. These weren't people that you know uh, that he would have like ever thought that this would come from. He said this came from my own people, my own people. And he said, he said all he ever did was help people. He said he helped so many people make their first million dollars. He said, he said I, I put Kerry Washington uh, in the, uh, on before before there was scandal. He said before there was uh, Empire. 
he said, um, I had already, uh, he said, I helped Taraji P. Henson become who she was before scandal. And he, did, he, he said, Ildris Elbow, he said, all these people, you know, he gave them an opportunity because he was, he said he set up his studio right in the ghetto in Atlanta. And he said he, all he was trying to do was, was he had made it, and he was trying to help all of his people make it because of what was happening in Hollywood and how we couldn't get these opportunities. He said so he gave all of these black people opportunities. Cicely Tyson told him, you know, how he revived her career and everything. He said, but what hurt him the most was that all of the negativity was coming from his own people. And that's a mindset. That's a mindset, people, that we have to look back and say, where, where did this come from? And, yes, we could take it back to slavery. We could take it back. However, for every time you take it back, I'm going to give you the name of someone who went through it, but they came out with a different perspective, perception of life or own life that allows them to help others, especially those who are in their families, who are dear and close to them that we say we love. That, that four-letter word that God in his word speaks volumes about, that puts so much emphasis on that word. And I think what, what's happening is we're not, we're not feeling that love from people, from family, from Christians, from so-called Christians. We're not feeling it from anyone. And that's where that, that, that depleted heart, that empty heart, that nagging, that hunger for someone to just validate who we are. Mm-hmm. And so it leaves people disconnected and, and angry at, number one, themselves, and number two, the closest person next to me. You know, and that's why you're able to get up and walk around and in your house and not speak to your family members, but walk outside. We've used this, this analogy a lot on the show. You walk outside and you're screaming good morning to the neighbor. But you've passed <laughs> four or five family members and not said anything. What makes mm-hmm. you hate the person next to you? Is it because you feel like they are, that's who you are, that you come from the same, you're cut from the same plate that you hate so much that it makes you hate your brother, your sister, because you see them as yourself. Could it be? Just could it be? Because it happens too much. So what is it? What is it? That's a, that's a good question. And I, and I want to say this to our, to our callers, um, uh, we 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 never want to uh, just be on and, and Tammy and I be uh, sharing our you know sharing our thoughts uh, and asking each other questions. We always want to hear from you guys. And if you have any thoughts or any questions, because we're not going to be on much longer. But if you have any thoughts or any comments, uh, personal stories that you'd like to share, and you don't have to give your name. Uh, especially on a topic like this, we don't want to. We don't want anybody to get uh, poisoned uh, <laughs> macaroni and cheese <laughs> at the <laughs> at the Memorial Day cookout because you old butterfly evolution talks about your kid folks. Uh, but but please feel free to press the number one and and, and share with us or 
You can even send us a message. Again, uh, uh, everybody's anonymous uh, on on the show. Um, but Terry, as we as we do start to uh, come to a close, where do you think we need to go from here? Self. Everybody needs to go inside. You really, if if you don't or have not stopped to really figure out who are you, not what you do, again, as we always say, not where you work, not your title, not what's behind your name, not what school you go to, what you drive, what you wear, how much money you spend on what you wear, all of this. But who are you? And if you're not willing to deal with that, accept that, the good and the bad, and deal with the part that does not validate who you want to be or your journey or who you were created to be, especially for us believers who put so much emphasis on our spiritual walk. I was thinking Sunday, yesterday, about how many people, you know, right now we're on this church thing, I won't take it there, but... How many people think because they get up and go to church every Sunday that they have, that their name has already been written down? Just because of that alone, just because you get up and go to church, that you have a ticket into heaven. That is, if, you, if that's your belief, if you believe that there's a heaven and a hell and there's a, something after here, that just because you go, and some of us think just because I live and I wake up and I walk and I talk that someone owes you something or that is enough. But are you, are you, have you grown into your purpose? The seed that was planted for you, have you? Because I think we're so angry at ourselves and that anger is a killer. Anger will make you hate your mom, your dad, your children, self-hatred, which is why you look at someone that's cut from your, from your same fabric and you don't want to do for them as you would do for others. This thing is deep. I mean, we have family members that hate other family members because of their different complexion or they have a better job or they make more money, and they can be the sweetest people ever. So what you're really saying is, I wish I had gone to school. I wish I had did things different. And who are you to have did that before I? See, all this is self-reflecting. You're looking out and seeing what you really want for yourself, but you're just not willing to put in the work. So it becomes anger. It becomes an excuse. And I read a quote today, just today, said, when I, stop the, when I stop making the excuses, I found my results, and I hope I'm saying that correctly. When I lost all of my excuses, I found my results. And we're making excuses for who we are. We're making excuses for our choices. We're, we're making personal excuses, and the Butterfly Evolution Show is about your personal transformation through your process of your very own self-awareness. Who are you? And are you giving what you are expecting from your family members? Have you? Are you willing to? Starts with you. And I think that's what we need to do. Everybody needs to stop and look inward. 
We need to get off Facebook for number one. I, I see people post every hour on the hour. I wonder, what, what what is in between that? We're at a day in time. And I'm not saying say something's wrong with it, but there's so much more here to be done. Right now, we just had a young lady killed here in Memphis, 19 years old, by, I believe, an 18-year-old. And now all of these posts are going around. I, I saw one that really got to me where the question was asked, who failed you, who didn't love you, um, all these things. Well, we know this is happening. We know it's going to happen again. So who failed this young man? We did. You think someone does not know or did not know when he was going through what he was going through that he was going through it? Someone didn't pick up the the phone and call another family member and say, hey, we need to do this. Someone didn't say to the parents, or parent, this needs to stop? No, because we close our eyes until we have to open them. We do the same thing in our own lives. And another reason we can pay so much attention to others and others' things because we don't want to deal with our own stuff. We don't want to deal with our own stuff. So all those people who are posting and talking now in a day or two, we're going to go right back to business as usual, and nobody's going to be doing anything for children, period. And so that's my answer. Start with self. Be who you want someone to be to you. Act like you want someone to act with you. Love like God has instructed us to do. Accept people for who they are. And I'm not saying make excuses for who they are or put up with things that you should not. But let people do them. And you make sure that you're doing you because you can't you can't tell someone else how to grow if you've not grown into your proper form, if you've not did your own do. So I think it's everything that Rodney that we're going through is about self. The lack of self knowledge, self acceptance, self love, self. Tammy, I could I could not agree with you more. I, I I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna say this uh as we as we start to close out. Um to those of you who are out there listening uh to the show tonight, um the first thing that you should do is what is what Tammy said, and that is figure out who you are, figure out what it is that you are supposed to be doing, figure out what your destiny is, figure out what your purpose in life is, start setting some goals and and, and figure out how you're going to reach them. Whether uh, the plan changes or not, at least uh, have something to start with. But then after that, as you start to move towards your goal, don't expect anything from anyone except you. I always tell people that I worry about the things that I can't control. Everything else, I leave it to the Father above. I've been disappointed so many times in my life because I expected things from other people. I expected people to give me what I gave them. 
like that like that quote said last week, Tammy, that, that, that we brought up. Expecting people to be kind to you because you were kind to them is, is like asking uh it's like uh expecting a lion not to eat you because you didn't eat him. You you cannot do that. You have to live you have to live your life. Figure out what it is. And it doesn't it doesn't matter what it is. Figure out what you're supposed to be doing and start working towards it. I guarantee you the people that the people who you are going to need in order to get to where you're trying to go, they will come at the right time. And they may not have the same last name as you. On my way to becoming a teacher, there were plenty of people who helped me get there. And guess what? They were not family members. Some of them were not were not my friends. But they came in my life at the appointed time, and they helped me get to the next stage. Stop worrying about who's there and who's not. But I've enough to see people for who they are and deal with them accordingly. And like I always tell Samaria, <laughs> the scripture says, pray for those who use you. It didn't say let them use you. It just said pray for them. You don't have to let anybody do anything to you that you don't want done. It may be your mother. Cool. If your mother doesn't support you, move on. If your dad don't support you, move on. Because you are probably holding up somebody else's blessing because you can't get over the fact that the people closest to you won't support you. Move on. Because there's somebody who will. There's somebody who will. But if you're stuck on... Hey, hey Rodney, the, can, I, can I jump in on, on you? For, I, I love what you just said about if your mother or if your father doesn't support you, move on. And as as, as you are not moving on, you really need to, for those who choose not to move on, this is, again, about your... You're taking responsibility for your life because your decision not to move on has nothing to do with your mother or father. It's your fear of moving on, and that is your excuse. And like we just said, when you put away your excuses, you're going to find, you're going to find all the things on the other side if you're willing to put those excuses aside, put, take, remove the blame, the guilt, the shame, all of that. And just like Rodney said, just move on. Pick up your cross. If we don't take it back to the world, pick up your cross daily. Whatever is on that cross, pick it up and be willing to eliminate the things that God did not intend to be there. Because you didn't guard your heart from family, from friends, from your own self. Because you didn't. Take responsibility for who you are and where you are. That 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 we we can't say any more tonight, because everything at where you are today has nothing to do with someone else, and that's a hard pill to swallow. That was my hardest pill to swallow. I really was like, oh, excuse me, yes, hell, it does have to do everything that I went through, 
But when I stopped that foolishness and said, okay, that might have been my yesterday, but, but my tomorrow has everything to do with what I choose to do today, what I choose to accept, who I choose to accept in my circle. And when you're okay with that, and then, then life will be okay. But in order to be okay with that, you got to be okay with who you are and your choices. Because if you don't, I think we talked about this right in the last week, if you don't know where you are, you don't know how to get where you want to go. <laughs> Sorry, right now I, I had to. I just had to get that one in on your what you said right there. <laughs> no, you're fine. You're fine. I'm actually going to move to my last point. So if there's nothing else, I'm going to say this, and then I'm going to cut the music off. Is there? Is there yeah, anything I'm, else? I'm, I don't have anything else, Rodney. <laughs> Do you have anything coming up in Memphis? <laughs> you're so funny. <laughs> is there? Is there anything coming up in Memphis? I do, um, but if I get going on that, we'll go long over, and, and I really don't want to go over tonight. As, as we started out, I'm just pooped out today. <laughs> so we'll talk about um, I do have something going on. It's it's the same, the Developing Character Workshop, that I'll talk about next week, um, if you'll remind me. So I'm done. Sounds, sounds like a plan to me. Uh, I'm going to share this uh, um as my as my final uh, my final comment for the night, and that is, um, when you have um, something to do, and we all do, um, but when you when you're trying to to get to a certain place, or when there is uh, a calling on your life. When 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 there is a specific and designed purpose for your life, it's going to be very hard for you to have a whole lot of people in your circle, anyway. And here's what I mean: growing up, uh, I didn't have the best childhood. And when I was 12, my mom put me out. Luckily, uh, my dad and I, uh, I didn't see him a whole lot growing up. Uh, but when my mom threatened to put me in, the, in an all-boys home, um, if my dad didn't come and pick me up the next day, he came. I was in eighth grade. I was 12. And went on and lived with my dad and my grandparents for a year, and then my dad and my stepmom got back together, so I lived with them, and then uh, went to college. and um, But just never was able to get too close to my family, at least not the way that I wanted to or the way that I thought I was supposed to. Um, just never had that close relationship with them. Um, but as I got older and I started to mature and I started to learn things and learn more about myself and learn more about uh, what, it, what it was that God wanted me to do, um, what I noticed was that my relationship with them got better, and I believe it was because God knew that at that point when I had, dis- when I had discovered why he wouldn't allow me to have um, a certain relationship with them, 
we started to have a better relationship. And I can get into a whole lot of things, and uh, people probably say, oh, well, most most people probably don't even, you know, associate with their family. And I'm like, mm, no, that's that's not the case. And don't get me wrong. It wasn't like, you know, they, they <laughs> were these hateful people because, trust me, I, I did a lot of things that they – that that I should not have done. But it was all for a reason. And if things had not turned out the way that they did, um, even back then when I was 12 and didn't really understand what was happening, because I, I was never mad at my mom. I was never mad at her. Um, and any feelings that I did have, I, it was so easy for me to forgive anybody. Um, but I realized what had happened. And if things hadn't gone the way that they did, a lot of things that I'm able to do now, I would not be in a position to do. The blessing that I've been to uh, so many kids um, and to so many families, that would have never happened if I were allowed to have the relationship that I wanted to have with my family because God had to get me away for a specific purpose later on in life. And if you read the Bible, there's so many stories out there. And I'm going to read this uh, from the Bible, and it comes from uh, comes from Matthew, the 10th chapter. I believe it was the same one that you were reading earlier, Terry, but it comes from Matthew, the 10th chapter. Uh, and I'm going to start at the 34th verse, and it says, Think not, and this is Jesus talking, Think not that I am come to send peace on earth. I came not to send peace, but a sword. For I am come to set a man at variance against his father, and the daughter against her mother, and the daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law. And a man's foes shall be they of his own household. He that loveth father or mother more than me is not worthy of me. And he that loveth son or daughter more than me is not worthy of me. And he that taketh not his cross and follow, follow after me is not worthy of me. He that findeth his life shall lose it, and he that loseth his life for my sake shall find it. Please understand, people, when you are trying to do something that goes against what everybody else is doing or what they believe in. When you're on that road less traveled, when you're walking that narrow path, you're going to have a whole lot of issues with a whole lot of people because a whole lot of people can't fit on that narrow path. And a lot of times, they don't understand. And so it's easier for them to go to what's trending, easier for them to support other people. And Jesus said himself, he said, I, I know y'all thought I came here for one thing, but I didn't come here for that. Because he knew. Because it happened with him. They didn't understand what he was preaching. They didn't understand how he had so much wisdom. Because you can't do right and expect to have everybody on your side. You can't be disciplined and have a whole bunch of friends. 
It just doesn't work like that. So hopefully we have said something tonight that has been a blessing to somebody and that will encourage you to be more comfortable when things aren't going the way that you think that they should go. I don't know if we will see you guys next Monday because I think Tammy forgot that it is a holiday <laughs> next Monday. But but nevertheless, we'll either we'll either see you next Monday or we'll see you the Monday after. But until then, we hope that you guys are blessed. We hope that you get a good night's rest tonight. I know I am. And we love you, and we'll talk to you soon. Good night, good night everybody.
Has finally come 